Hello and welcome to another episode of A Brother's Creed Podcast. We're talking about motivation, experiences, and we explore the world around us. We're the Thomas Brothers. I'm Ethan. And I'm Jared. And today we're going to talk about the credo uh, of thoughtfulness. We're doing a series here where we're talking about lots of different attributes that you can add into your personal creed. So uh, today we're just going to catch up a little bit, Ethan and I, and then uh, we're going to talk, and then we're going to dive into learning about thoughtfulness and exactly how you can be thoughtful uh, and some different examples of that. So it's going to be a fun episode. Uh, Ethan and I, we're going to just just kind of just chat a little bit about what's going on with us too. Uh, I feel like sometimes we just dive right into business. So it's it's fun to kind of uh, talk a little bit about what we got going on in our lives, uh, especially for those listeners out there who are maybe wondering a little bit more about us. we can just we're just gonna get to know may get to know our audience a little bit better, and so they can get to know us a little bit better, and just talk about what we got going on. And also, maybe if our uh, great great grandkids listen to this one day, they'll be like, "Oh, that was interesting." That that was what was going on when my dad was thirty five years old, <laughs> something like that. Yeah, cool. Let's get into it. Let's do it. Yeah. I'm thinking I'm back. Most valuable commodity I know of is information. And that, my friends, is called integrity. That's called courage. Now that's the stuff leaders should be made of. Either you're somebody or you're nobody. You're not the devil. You're practice. Right, man. Wanna, Go you ahead. Want to, you want to hear a funny story? Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, so this past week has just been like super busy. Mm-hmm. Uh, I've been planning this big uh, summit thing for work, and uh, it was this past Monday and Tuesday, and it was just it was just a, a ton of effort that went into it and planning and and everything else. And so it's kind of one of the kind of the big projects I work on every year. Um, yeah. And so I had stayed up. Uh, I think it was like Monday night. I had stayed up till like probably two o'clock in the morning, just like dang homie, you know, finalizing slides and making sure the deck was aligned and just and making sure that everything, you know, everyone else's pieces that they had sent me was all put together. And uh, so I'd gotten to bed pretty uh, late, but then I got up with the kids at. Um, you know, to, to get ready for the bus and stuff, we, we wake up with the kids at seven, they get on the bus at like seven forty five. So, um, typically, uh, the, the kids will get up, the two older boys will get up and like start getting themselves together and they'll make their lunch and stuff like that. Well, my alarm went off at seven. I kind of snoozed it a little bit cause I had slept in. So, or cause I had stayed up late. So I, uh, my alarm, I kind of finally woke up at, it was like 7.20, and the bus comes at like 7.35, and I was like, oh, shoot. So I went downstairs, and only one of the kids was, <laughs> oh, was downstairs. And, and and But I went into to the room before I went downstairs, and they were both out of bed. There was nobody in their beds. I was like, what is going on? And so um, uh, I asked the older one, I was like, where's your brother? And he's like, I don't know. He's upstairs going to the bathroom or something. So I kind of run upstairs and he hadn't eaten breakfast. He hadn't made his lunch and we, the bus was going to be here in like 15 minutes, 10 minutes. Mm-hmm. And 
So I start walking up the stairs and then I hear like crying coming from the bathroom. And I'm like, oh no. I'm like, what is it? I'm like, is he throwing up? Is this, you know, what's going on? I, I was like, I got it. I got, I literally got to go. I was, I was like halfway dressed. I was like, I got to get out of here. Cause I had to be there early Yeah, at work. And so he starts crying. He's like, mom, dad. And I'm like, oh Jesus. I run upstairs and he, he, he has a nosebleed and there is blood everywhere. <laughs> Like freaking all over the sink and on the mirror and like he's sitting there and it's like it's not like a drip, it's like a like a pour out of his nose and he's there crying and everything. Oh gosh. <laughs> I, and I was literally like I was like, dude, I don't have time for this right now. And so I just came in our room and uh Caitlin was kind of getting up and stuff. Your son's bleeding um, out. Yeah. And, Might want to go said, check on that. I said I said Cruz's nose is bleeding. I, I I can't deal with that right now. I gotta go. She's like, okay, all right. So she goes in there, and uh, <laughs> apparently it was bleeding so bad they couldn't get it to stop. And so uh, he missed the bus, and she, his brother, the other our other kid, got on the bus without him, and he missed the bus. And then it was just this whole big thing. But oh man, it was just yeah, it was like a freaking crime scene going in there. And I was like, dude, that uh, run, that runs, that's your genetics, man. You got those nosebleeds all the time. Yeah, yeah. Time. And my wife, uh, she had nosebleeds too as a kid. But I mean, as soon as I got to be old enough to where I uh, stopped picking my nose, yeah. uh, it didn't really happen as much. But yeah, no, I, I think uh, that dry air, that some... dry air out west doesn't help either. Yeah, maybe we just have some, uh, I don't know, some some blood vessels that are close to the close to the surface yeah it's funny every time i go to denver my skin just absolutely dries out like the, within the two days i feel like i'm just shriveling up it's funny because i used to i you know when i went to college out west in idaho uh, i never really used lotion before right because why do you need <laughs> lotion when you're living in the south right you're basically it's so humid you're wet all the time yeah, yeah exactly like... so uh, i went out to there and i was like man my skin is like horrible and then feel like yeah you gotta lotion up every day and i was like oh man so uh, Got to get in the habit of lotioning all up. Yeah. No, I, and, and I, I mean, all growing up, I had like my nose cauterized twice during high school just because it was bleed so much. And even if I would get hit, it would just, it would just bleed and it, it would, wouldn't stop as fast. And so, um, but then, yeah, when I went out West uh, to college as well, it got worse. It was just so dry all the time. And, and then I came back here for a period of time. It came back to North Carolina uh, for a period of time. And it cleared up, you know, everything was completely fine. And then um, I got a, a we, we call it a mission call, but it's a, a basically an assignment to go uh, on a mission for a church. And um, the the assignment that I got, uh, awesomely, right? I was happy about it, but it was in uh, the the Atacama Desert in northern Chile. Which, after doing some research, is the the driest and most arid desert in the entire world, <laughs> even even more so than the Sahara Desert. And I was like, "Oh, oh dude, great! <laughs> <laughs> this is gonna bode well." <laughs> yeah, uh, but actually, you know, it, it ended up not being too bad. Uh, I actually had my nose, the inside of both of my nostrils, cauterized one more time before I left, mm-hmm. um, and so. It uh it did pretty good, but I, I don't have. I mean, I guess we're living in North Carolina now, so it's not too bad. But yeah, uh, yeah my my whole two years there, it uh, sprinkled one time for like thirty minutes. Brutal. 
that was all the rain that I'd seen uh, in two years. And the people that were in the town that I was living in, and this was in northern Chile in South America, and uh, they were like, yeah, this is the first time it's rained in 13 years. Dude. Just like, dude, that's crazy, man. Imagine how dirty that place is. It's very dusty. If yeah. it never rains, you know? Yeah, and it's like the sand in a lot of parts. is It's like so dry that it's it's like it's like powder. It's like flour. Yeah. So it's like dirty flour. It just gets everywhere. Hmm. Man, that's crazy. I got, I got kind of a funny story. So uh, I read this book called Jaws, and it's about your oral facial cranial health. Uh, and it has to do with like mouth breathing and how important it is to breathe through your nose and how, Ethan, you read the same book. Yeah, yeah, let's do it. And so, you know, it, it has to do with how important it is to develop a strong jaw and not become a mouth breather. Because if you become a mouth breather and you breathe through your mouth, first of all, it affects you while you're sleeping. Second of all, it changes the entire shape of your face. If you ever notice people that have like, like their chin is almost like sunken into their face and they have like no chin uh, and their nose is misshapen, a lot of times that's because they breathe through their mouth and their faces had to form differently so that they can continue to get enough oxygen. And so, I want to avoid that. I want my kids to have this nice, sharp jawline, uh, manly jawline. I don't want them to have this deformed, like, mouth breather face. And so, um, but also, you know, I want them to be able to sleep good and all, all, other, all other jazz. And so, uh, there's, like, these head straps that you get, and it's just kind of like a, it's like a little strap that just kind of goes under their chin, and it keeps their mouth shut at night. You can still so open it. Doesn't, so it doesn't just, like, So their mouth like doesn't hang open, yeah. Fall open, yeah, hang open. Yeah. Now, you can open your mouth still, and you can talk with it on, but when your mouth is resting, it just kind of holds it shut, is all. And so I've got one for the kids, and my five-year-old, soon-to-be five-year-old, uh, he's uh, you know using it and stuff like that, and, and I t- I'm telling him, you got to do this. And, I'll, and so this uh, past weekend, when we went to the mountains for Thanksgiving, we showed him the Goonies, right? Uh, we showed him the Goonies and Bill and Ted's Excellent Adventure. <laughs> So, two classics. And anyway, you know the guy, was it Chunk in uh, yeah. in the Goonies? He's like, hey, you guys. like He's like totally deformed and everything. So, uh, I was talking to my son and, and he's like, I was like, yeah. He's like, why do I have to wear this? I was like, well, it's because if you don't, if you don't breathe through your nose, you're your mouth is going to get all mess, misshapen and you're, and you're going to have problems sleeping and your face is going to look different. And he's like, like that guy on that pirate show? <laughs> I'm like, yes. Because yes, he, call, he called you don't it, wear he, that, you're going to look like him. <laughs> he called it the pirate show because there's a pirate ship. I told him there was a pirate treasure in it. And he's like, oh, I want to watch the pirate show. Yeah. Uh, and so I was like, well, not that severe, but yes. <laughs> so, you know, scaring my kids into uh, submission. Oh, that's <laughs> for their... Hey, scaring them into uh, healthy habits. Exactly. There you go. So that's kind of yeah. Funny. Oh, dude. Speaking of that, we we my wife saw this video on on I don't know, Instagram or something where they took um like a swab of under a little girl's fingernails, mm-hmm. and you know like kids just get like dirt under their fingernails and stuff. Well, mm-hmm. they took a swab um or they took like a little pin thing and 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 got the dirt out from under her fingernail, put it under a microscope, and, and you know put a little bit of liquid on it, put a little a screen th- piece of. Uh, glass thing on it, and then mm-hmm. put it under a microscope, and there's like millions of little like worms and bugs and bacteria that were just like going crazy in this solution, mm-hmm. um, and it was like disgusting to watch. 
And so we show that to our kids and we're just like, look, stop putting your hands in your mouths. Like this is what's under your fingernails. And, and crew was like, my son, he's, he's like, he's like, I don't want to watch this anymore. He's like, that's disgusting. As he like had his fingers in his mouth. I'm like, oh, gosh. get your fingers out of your mouth. Dude, those are like, those are the words I'm going to die. But I, I say those words so often. We'll be like, you know, walking through the woods with the boys, they're picking up rocks and chucking them and sticks and chucking them. And then I see one of them just like licking his fingers from his pinky all the way to his pointer finger. Just like, like he's playing his tongue <laughs> with his fingers. And I'm like, <laughs> what are you doing? So, oh, sorry. And I'm just like, that's why you have canker sores. That's why you're going to get sick because you well, keep you constantly doing it. have a fever. Yeah. So it's kind of funny. Just like, dude. These kids, I don't know what's going to make them learn, man. Every time they get sick, I'm like, <laughs> regardless of, I'm like, you know why you're sick? And they're like, why? I'm like, because you put your hands in your mouth. <laughs> That's probably want, not even true, but. It's like he breaks his arm. I was like, do you know why you broke your arm? It's because you put your hands in your mouth. <laughs> I just like associate anything bad with putting your hands in your mouth. Maybe they'll be traumatized enough not to do that. <laughs> so. That's funny. Yeah. So, yeah, things are going pretty good. Um, you know. Excited to be back for Thanksgiving. Excited for Christmas break. I'm taking the week off from between Christmas and New Year's. Are you? Oh, good. Yeah, yeah, I'll be off. It's, it's a good time to take off. Man. I need a break this time of year. It's just been it's been a long. I know. I grind. think I think last year you only took like one or two days in between there. Yeah, I did because it's like oh, you know, it's it's there are really light days at work, but I'm like you know what? I don't even care if it's a light day at work. I just want to, I just don't want to work. Yeah. So taking those days. Yeah. Off. No, that that definitely makes sense. Um, yeah. But uh, cool, yeah. Well, we go, let's well, go ahead and dive in into thoughtfulness. I think you know a lot of the different creeds we talk, credos we talk about are uh, I don't know, like manly. You know, we have like uh, um, I don't know, may, maybe some that are more like creed building. But this one is is I would say kind of more of like a a softer credo. Um, mm-hmm. it's a, a credo that um is is really kind of considering others and their feelings um which i think is very important i think sometimes it can be looked over i think sometimes it can be being thoughtful is it can be considered or 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 uh maybe people might think of it as 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 weak or um you know not manly quote unquote but you know i think thoughtfulness is so important in building relationships yeah. Um, you know, I had, I, uh, I'll start off with a story, right? So my wife was, she's scrolling through Instagram, um, today or something like that. And, um, first off, I freaking hate the antidote of like, oh, the incompetent husband, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, I just, I, I freaking hate that. Like, you know, men are dumb and they're not considerate of anybody. But she was, she was scrolling through Instagram and, and, um, she was watching a video of basically this family on Christmas morning and the husband and all the kids were, they were all going through their stockings and they were like, Oh, this is so awesome. And they handed out the stockings and stuff and all the stockings were just jam packed full. And then there was one of the stockings. The husband noticed that was kind of just tossed off to the side and he picked it up and he was like, why do we have an extra stocking? He's like, why, why do we need this? Why do we have an extra one? And uh, um, they've been, and uh, 
he goes, I've been, and uh, his wife says, well, we've had that one for like 10 years. And he goes, yeah, but why do we need an extra one? And she goes, well, that one's mine. And hmm. he goes, oh, well, why is it empty? And she's like, well, I guess Santa didn't bring me anything this year, you know? And it's just oh, like, she set him up. <laughs> yeah, I mean, like 100% she set him up. But still, at the same point, it's like, dude, like a little bit of thoughtfulness goes a long way. Yeah. And, and I think that's kind of just the prime example of just not really thinking of others or, or not really considering, I don't know, what's going on. And I'm not to say that, that yeah. you know, there, are, there aren't certain times where, you know, wives take over certain things that, that the, the, the men don't. But it's just like, it's that was almost like observational awareness, yeah, yeah. right? Like, I don't know. I just thought that was an interesting story that kind of just set it off as is. And it kind of made me mad a little bit how how easy it is that some people are just very inconsiderate of others. Yeah, I think that's a you know interesting example. I think a lot of stuff like that is like sensationalized on uh, yeah on social media or like it's made to like make people get a reaction. But I think like it, thoughtfulness around like birthdays and around different things. Like my wife loves her birthday, and so I try to do something special just to show that I do care about her and I am thoughtful about you know, things that might be cool for her to do for her birthday. And so, and I don't think that all has to do with gifts. No. Um, you know, I just said that example, but I mean, it could, it could be a, a a kiss or a hug or taking the kids or, you know, it could be, you know, time giving somebody time. Thoughtfulness can mean lots of different things. Yeah. Or just a note or yeah, just like, Hey, I, I, you know, did a little bit extra before I went to work today or I, did this with the kids so they didn't even have to, or let you sleep in a little bit extra longer or something like that. So there's so many ways uh, they could be thoughtful. I think one, one aspect of thoughtfulness is that it's about being considerate of others. And so it's important to take the time to think about the actions that you're going to do and how they affect other people. So like we mentioned before, oftentimes we're so, so busy uh, with doing things or listening to things, we can listen to our unlimited number of pod of Brothers Creed podcasts. Well, not unlimited number. There's only at least 167 of them. <laughs> yeah, uh, 164 episodes. Uh, I think this this will be 164th episode. Uh, so there's quite a few of those, uh, and then there's just unlimited music to listen to. And so it's like sometimes when I wake up, I'm doing stuff for the kids to get ready for school. And then take them to school, and then I'm listening to music, basically from then all the way until I get home, and then I'm getting ready, showered, and then I get in my car, and I drive to work, and I'm listening to a podcast then, and then I do my work all day, and then I drive home, listen to a podcast, get home, do all the stuff I need to do, or go to jiu-jitsu, report podcasts or whatever, and I don't, sometimes I don't have time to think, especially about other people, much less like myself. And other people, I mean, that's even further distant from myself. So sometimes I'll just intentionally drive the 30 to sometimes an hour home and just not listen to any music or do anything and just think. Think about work. Think about what I want to do. Think about, try to think about other people. Oftentimes think about other people. (laughs) That's after about 30 minutes of thinking, 
mostly about yourself, <laughs> then you can venture into thinking about other people. So it does take some concentration to actually get to that point where you're thinking about other people and not just yourself. So part of that is like put down this, put pause the music, put down your phone uh, for a little bit and just think about where you want to go, what you want to be and, and think about others that are around you that you care about and uh, show them that love. I think that I, I do have one story here that I think is a really cool uh, evolution of thoughtfulness. So, have you ever uh, heard of someone called someone named Oscar Schindler? Uh, did he have a list? He did have a list. Oh, okay. <laughs> so, uh, you're referring to the movie that, that was made called Schindler's List. So, Oscar Schindler was an as kind of an extraordinary. He did an extraordinary thing in World War II. Uh, to save lots of Polish Jews during the World War II, the the war the World War, uh, and this was depicted in Steven Spielberg's film, which was called The Schindler's List, and it, it's a really cool tale of just human compassion in the darkest of times in history, if you will. So Schindler was a he was a German businessman that initially sought to make money. He wanted to make profit off of the war. And by employing cheap Jewish labor uh, in his enamelware slash munitions factory. So what he did is he started hiring these people and and he started witnessing some of the awful things that they were doing to these, the Nazis were doing to these Jews. And so his perspective changed in a, in a unique way into where he was then driven by empathy and through this thoughtfulness that he had, he, he this growing sense of responsibility grew within him to save these people. So he basically utilized his factory as like a safe haven for to shield all these Polish Jews, over a thousand Jews from the horrors of the Holocaust. And his thoughtfulness was manifest in a variety of ways. Like he would go to great lengths and he spent his entire fortune to pay bribes to officials to secure safety of his workers. Uh, He provided his his workers with better living conditions, medical care, protection from deportation. And uh, Schindler's List, what the movie's named after, is a compilation of the names representing those he sought to save, and it became a symbol of hope in, in that difficult time. So I like this story because it starts with someone who's, you know, just trying to say, hey, let's let's make some money off of this. These people, I can get them to make stuff for cheaper in my factory. And then he quickly realized, hey, these are good people, and I have an opportunity to save them here. And so he created this safe haven under the, this guise of, you know, this factory, and he spent all of his money getting families together so that he could save uh, over a thousand people. And kind of a cool story of how thoughtfulness, uh, along with a lot of other, other attributes, you know, bravery, empathy, uh, came in to effect there t- to make such a, uh, a wonderful example of, of humanity in Oscar Schindler. I like that. Yeah. I like the different takes on 
thoughtfulness that we've kind of had. We've kind of had thoughtfulness towards other people, thoughtfulness towards ourselves. you know, taking time to be thoughtful, uh, like you mentioned, is extremely important. I think it's very, you know, healthy. Uh, um, I I was reading a thing that was saying that that thoughtfulness leads to long-term vision and planning. Um, that, you know, what could start out as, uh, you know, pondering on something or thinking or being thoughtful about something, um, really can kind of develop into a plan for the future, uh, can take into account the needs and aspirations of yourself, your family, your friends, colleagues, work, um, and, and really, I think that is kind of the definition of someone who's responsible, um, so I think thoughtfulness is, is the seed that can grow a lot of other, um, a lot of other credos in your life, right? A lot of other aspects of your, your personal life that can be very, very beneficial. Um, yeah. one thing that I always liked that, that mom said was she would always say that, you know, a smile is free and a smile has the potential of changing someone's day, just a complete 180. Um, and so even just, you know, smiling at someone or saying hi or being kind, I think it's just, is, is a, could be a massive thoughtful gesture, um, that could be beneficial to, to, to those around you and, and to probably your own well being. Yeah. Doesn't cost you anything to be nice. Totally, and that's those micro. A lot, a lot of times, those micro interactions, uh, <laughs> or, or microaggressions. Uh, I think that the way that you act in just simple ways, you know, someone's on the elevator with you. You say, "Do you smile at them? Do you say good morning? Do you, you know, these types of things?" I think are just very minor building blocks of your character, and so it's important to you know, think about sometimes the small things and that doesn't mean you always have to be like on or if you feel like you have to be on, then maybe that isn't part of your character. Uh, you know, if you, if maybe you're just putting that on or maybe you're still working on that. Uh, But if you feel like, Oh, I have to try to be nice at this thing. Well, maybe you're not a nice person if you have to try to be nice. You know what I mean? (laughs) So, I, I yeah. think that, or maybe you're not hanging around the right people if you have to force yourself to be nice. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, so there's lots of different ways that uh, you can do these things, and I think thoughtfulness is something that has become increasingly rare in our modern era. It's important, so important to just think about what you're doing, think about how your actions are affecting others, think about your situational awareness, and wh- how is what you're doing affects other people. Uh, and if you do that, your credo, your cre- it will enhance all the other credos that you have, and you'll be able to identify opportunities where you can say, oh, this is a chance for me to be brave, or this is a chance for me to be uh, use my discernment here, or this is a chance for me to be humble, or this is a chance for me to be empathetic. All these things, if you're not thoughtful uh, and intentional about applying your personal creed in your life, then it's not going to do anything. Yeah, right. I agree. I agree 100%. I think uh, thoughtfulness is an excellent place to start. 
um, in building the foundations of your own personal creed, right? That that uh, set of of aims or guidelines or, or principles that help to to guide your your everyday actions. A definition of of a creed. I'm sure many of you that have listened out there have heard us say that many times. So uh, we both invite you to be more thoughtful, be more thoughtful towards yourself, be more thoughtful towards other, and it will definitely help you in your life. So let's go out there and let's build that creed together. Let's do it.